Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here at the Raptors Digest reacting to the NBA draft, all the news. Riker, obviously the Toronto Raptors, they had a wild night during the NBA draft. We were live for the first half of it. Right? A lot of people expected Suggs. You and I sort of expected Suggs with the Michael Grange report coming out saying that they Essentially, we were drafting him at four, but nonetheless, Masai Ujiri shocks everyone, rocks with Scotty Barnes, which you and I broke down in a whole nother video that he was a tremendous pick, but Riker, Masai Ujiri, as he always does late in the draft, it looks like he's pulled out a couple steals, and in this video today, we're going to be breaking down the, the homegrown Delano Banton. Got him in a little Raptors Photoshop jersey here. What are your initial thoughts on this guy coming in in the second round? Homegrown prospect, Riker. First ever Canadian drafted by the Toronto Raptors. There's something exciting in that. And Ben, we picked not one, but two Scotty Barnes types players. If you look at his college stats, atrocious three-point shooting. But everything else about this guy is very promising. Six foot nine, point guard demonstrates the ability to handle the ball to pass to rebound to be a versatile defender he'll probably go down to the g league but i love it ben for a franchise that has rocked with short point guards jose calderon and kyle lowry and Corey joseph fred van vliet to name a couple where it looks like the shift is now going to go to the the more modern NBA point guard where they still have the ability to see over defenders, really play that sort of combo one, two. I love it. I'm, I'm pretty pleased with this pickup, Ben. Well, and the defense side of things, of course, right? Being having bigger point guards that are athletic, they can slash, they can do all these things going down the lane. So it's a... It's a really interesting pickup, and you brought up the development because, again, his box score stats, not the not the greatest of looks, right? In his senior season, right, nine points per game, 10 points per game, four assists, five rebounds. It's, it's loaded, right? There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stats being filled, but nothing really jumps off the page. And then the tough free throw and three-point shooting, that's a little bit discouraging. But as we've said, the prototypical Raptors draft pick, the prototypical guy that comes in and is the reason the Raptors have hit on so many guys in the long run is we take players with things you can't teach whether it be hustle aggressiveness length athleticism and then you build in the jump shot the the iq these sorts of things playing in the 905 and this guy could really come in and thrive in that 905 development system right you look at his jump shot you look at the highlights right? It's not a horrible looking jump shot. It's not a Ben Simmons-esque broken looking thing. So maybe there's a little bit of refinement that has to be done there, but you look at his smoothness on the court. And usually for these big man point guards, they come in and they're, they're really stiff or they don't really know what they're doing. They just try to post up and then use their height at lower levels and their minor ball handling to, to thrive against these teams. But if you look at him, he's kind of shifty, he can kind of spin. He has a bit of footwork and can elevate around the rim. 6'9", long arms, Riker. We, him, Scotty Burns, obviously Pascal has upped his ball handling duties the past couple of years. I've been, a, 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 honestly, a broken record on this podcast talking about OGN and Anobi's handles, right? This is going to be a really interesting lineup. We can throw this forward and have a small ball, big ball. What would this even be called? A bunch of mid mid mid-height guys in the NBA that can do everything on the basketball court. It would be called the Milwaukee Bucks or <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers, but Toronto's version of it. So 
it, it is exciting. Can you hear me? Because you were cutting yeah, out yeah. big time. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're back. We're back on track. We've been having some real audio issues as of late. Ben switched to those white, those Bluetooth earphones. I broke which, my regular headphones. They ain't all they're cut out to be. But Ben, what I think is particularly hilarious about this is how bad <laughs> Nebraska's Nebraska Cornhuskers. <laughs> I've never heard their college name before, but they were something like three and three and 16 in the big 10 conference. So I I think it'll be exciting uh, for Banton to come up, play for a franchise that is known for winning, not most recent season, but as of late, put him into a good system with great coaches and see what he can do. And you talk about, you know, maybe having a lineup where he eventually is competing for minutes with Malachi Flynn, looking to take his place because we see how that can sometimes be productive. Not in the case of Norman Powell, where if he gets inconsistent minutes, he just sucks. But certainly in the case of Fred Van Vliet or Malachi, when they're kind of jockeying for who's going to get that backup point guard role, it really brought the best out of those players. So to have a guy that's 6'9", versatile, defender, everything that we said, Canadian, the support will be there. I can see already where this new direction Toronto Raptors might go with being a lot bigger and really leaning into the, let's get a full team of solid defenders out there yeah. from point guard to center. We still need to figure out that center spot to become a good team because if Ken Birch is our starter. I don't have a lot of faith in the Raptors to make a big impact in the East, but we'll see what happens. These are good picks. I, I know I can't remember the names of the players because we didn't do a huge analysis on depth in this draft we kind of just looked at the top couple of guys saw an instagram post where some people were apparently disappointed by the late round picks that masai made because there were other maybe more like higher reputation guys that were still available at the time but you know we trust masai i can see his vision here with this type of player so again very excited about this one ben yeah we had back-to-back second round picks and the guy that went immediately after us was a player that averaged 20 points, eight assists. He was the last first guy to do that since Trey Young did it a few years ago. So people, I don't remember his name specifically, but I remember that was the big storyline and people mm. were disappointed. But again, the second round, you take risks. You take guys that could potentially have a remarkably high ceiling, right? But have flaws in their game that have pushed them into the second round. You're not really looking for surefire things in the second round. And that's why I like the guys that we draft. And we'll obviously make a video on David Johnson after, but Riker, you brought up Malachi Flynn's name, and obviously the first season, particularly looking at Banton stats, right, probably is going to spend a lot of time in the G League or at least on the deep bench. But we'll see. We'll see if free agent how free agency treats us because we don't have that deep of a bench currently. So who knows? Maybe he will be getting minutes right away. But Malachi Flynn, Terrence Davis was traded. Matt Thomas was traded. Malachi Flynn was given the reins as sort of that backup guard position, solidified that there, and. He really ran with that opportunity in the second half of the season. Still was a bit inconsistent, but showed an ability to shoot the three under, you know, tough circumstances of defenders on him. Can hit those little Steph Curry step backs at times. He's a tremendous on-ball defender, but as you mentioned, the length, the width. There's memes going around about how Malachi would be hyped that Jalen Suggs wasn't being brought to the team, but then we inevitably draft two guards in the second round. Should Malachi Flynn maybe not this season, but long-term, will he have to hustle for that position over over specifically a Banton? Yeah, I mean, he just might. He just might. There's value to a guy that has 
that's taller because you can see over double teams easier. You can see the, you know, the floor, you can have better court vision. That's not to say that they're definitely the best guy because you have somebody like Dante Exum or um, Michael Carter Williams, you know, tall point guards that came in with a lot of expectations that never had much impact in the league. And then you have guys that are still kicking like Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul that are all of six foot tall maximum. And they're still among the best, uh, NBA point guards in the league. So it's not a, it's not a given that height will make the best point guard, but it certainly is an advantage. So Malachi Flynn, he should be playing with a chip on his shoulder next season. The one thing that I'll say about this pick and Scotty Burns is now you have two guys that are not averaging more than 10 points. And the Raptors biggest issue last year was scoring. They just, they couldn't score. They couldn't finish. They couldn't close games, right? You had the ball in Pascal Siakam's hand to close out the fourth quarter and bunch of bricks and missed his you know game winning shot opportunities four or five times so we didn't do anything to bolster the scoring on this roster that's a little bit concerning because seems like we brought in a couple of projects on the offensive end but hey maybe next season is more of a take one more year to develop figure out the roster play for next free agency see if you can make a couple of moves i still think a couple trades are on the horizon but you know it's i think that it's a good direction it's a good direction that the raptors are going in well, Riker, we have some free agency targets coming up, so you know maybe that scoring will be dealt with. Whether it be Dinwiddie, Lonzo, don't want to spoil the upcoming videos, but you just yeah. spoiled them. <laughs> you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And the Toronto Raptors—they have a lot of room in this free agency. I don't think we want to be playing the Kazoo's next season, but let us know what you guys think of Banton. Can he be the next sort of second-round draft pick steal? He's definitely less polished than our than our other second round pick who we'll make a whole video on. But shout out Banton, shout out Toronto, homegrown talent getting drafted to the six. So you love to see it, right? Support the Canadians. But you're the best for making this fire. Check us out on Instagram, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. Subscribe to Raptors Digest. We appreciate all the love that's been happening on the live streams. We got a lot of free agency news to break down, trade news over the next couple weeks. So subscribe to Raptors Digest. Riker, do you have any last words on the Raptors? Going long. Welcome. Welcome, Delano Banton. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>